tried really hard not jump onto the Najee Harris hype train since it's now at this point just a runaway locomotive. Our expectations in Pittsburgh for this kid are are so are so 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 high. And you know what? I'm sorry. I, I I can't help myself. This kid is just legitimately special. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. And if you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. The Steelers minicamp concluded yesterday three days of intensive organized structured and occasionally fun practice sessions at Heinz Field all three of those days just being beautiful for weather complete with a convenient cool breeze that would sweep through just to give everyone a little bit of a break from two hours of mostly non-stop drills. And I could go on and on about other things, but I know all anybody wants to hear is how Najee looked. Uh, How's Najee? What are your expectations for Najee? Here's the best thing that I can say about this young man. He does things that others can't do. When I've covered special athletes over the years in sports, and in Pittsburgh we've obviously been blessed with a bunch of them on all three teams, you can tell primarily by what it is that they can do that others can't because they show you their ceiling and they show you that their ceiling is higher than anyone else's out there. And that's a a literal separator. The first time Ben Roethlisberger took the field for the Steelers, yeah, he was a little erratic and so forth, But you could see that there was something special. You could see the way he was buying that extra second or two, or in some cases five or ten, by scrambling around and then throwing against his body into the middle of the field through three guys right into somebody's arms on his team. And you just saw it. You weren't wondering. You weren't hoping. You just saw it. When I saw Andrew McCutcheon come up with the Pirates and saw the the way he struck the ball, the way he ran the bases, the way he covered ground in the outfield, the approach, the confidence, you knew he was going to be special. And he ended up a National League MVP and a three-time playoff participant in Pittsburgh. The Penguins, of course, are more loaded with these guys, really, than anybody with Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and 
a modest tear down from them, Chris Letang. Uh, these guys are, are generational talents. And you could see it right away. You could just see them doing things. I know, I know he has yet to take a snap in the National Football League. And I'm trying. I promised you I'd try to not add in whatever little way to any expectations on Najee. But he doesn't seem to care himself whether or not he has those because he has them too. As he said when he first arrived in Pittsburgh and was participating in rookie minicamp and was asked if he was trying to take a leadership role among those rookies or if he was just trying to blend in and he playfully bit back, I'm not here to blend in. I'm here to stand out. And he gets it. He he grasps what it is that he's supposed to mean to this franchise, but he does it with a smile. He embraces it. You know, we can routinely ask him questions about, like, well, you know the owner of the franchise, Art Rooney, name you've probably heard a time or two in your football life, has set the top priority as being the resurrection of the running game. That's that's kind of on you, kid. He's got no issue with it. He wouldn't have it any other way. He does things on the field. And I'm sure you've seen some of them in the videos and photographs that the, the team has put out with the one-handed catches. Uh, of the vision that he shows in finding holes in those types of drills. And then there's those feet. Then there's the feet, which is something else entirely. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been AV rated. That's the highest rating a law firm can receive for legal ability and ethics in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. You can learn more about them online at lgkg.com or give them a call at 888-842-5454. It's the feet. It's the feet. I left out a bunch of examples from other teams, but the first thing that got me about Marc-Andre Fleury when he came to the Penguins as the number one overall pick was his leg speed. He could move his pads out like rock'em, sock'em robots, you know, just choo, 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 either side. You couldn't even really pick up on it with the naked eye. The same applies to Najee. Uh, you see him going through these um, these drills, and again, I'm citing some of the ones that are probably the most common 
you know that are out there these uh they look like uh black curbs or partial curbs that are that are put into the grass and he navigates them like they're they're nothing you know just and you watch the other running backs no disrespect no disrespect they're they're human and they did a heck of a lot to get where they are and i'm not about to cut up benny snell and anthony mcfarland and everything else for not being Najee harris but they're not they're not when they do these things you can see their feet moving they're also very fast they're also way faster than the average human in mcfarland's case probably faster than the average running back but then Najee does these, and it's just, it, it's another, it's another level, man. It's another game he's playing. I don't know how that's going to translate to the NFL. You know, he's not Derrick Henry. He's not going to be blowing people over. Uh, he can on occasion, and he absolutely can go between tackles he'll get his yards up the middle but he'll get them with that vision and those quick feet it's really just incumbent on the Steelers to do right by this kid to make sure that that green offensive line can get the holes open that are needed that Matt Canada can script plays that keep defenses guessing even when it looks like the Steelers are in a good running groove and are bound to hand the ball off to 22. And, yeah, it's also going to be incumbent on the franchise quarterback to stick with the running game even when it doesn't go well. There needs to be a commitment to borrow again from Rooney's sermon back in January and you better believe that's been passed along to Ben Roethlisberger but so far so far listen to Eddie Faulkner the running backs coach glowing about what it's been like to work with Najee Harris you know what do I see I mean it's crazy because I don't have to coach any of it with him you know most of the time and and I'm going back my entire career, you, you encourage guys like, hey, man, come in, get extra tape, come in, do extra work, et cetera, et cetera. Have not had to have one single conversation with Najee in that regard because he's always soaking it up and always wanting it. So um, that's a coach's dream. I mean, that's what you want. Um, you know, you tell waggers like a dog. I mean, wagging a tail ready to, to learn, and that's exactly what he is in terms of his ambition to want to and drive to want to learn. And so that's fun as a coach. A coach's dream the man said. Yeah, I would think so. Someday, you as the running backs coach or wherever it is that Faulkner's career trajectory leads him, and there are a lot of people who think highly of him in the industry, he's going to want to be able to hang his hat on having been the guy who ushered Najee Harris into the NFL. When we come back, just one question.
just one question. That comes today from Joey Enzer, who asks, do football fans and media really think that Baker Mayfield is now a better quarterback than Ben? I'm not real high on Ben, but let's get serious. Well, Joe, you might not know that I don't ever, 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 ever speak for other people, whether that's fans or other people in the media. If you're asking me if I think Baker Mayfield is now a better quarterback than Ben, I'm going to take you back to the final week of the 2020 regular season when the Steelers finished up in Cleveland in what was a meaningless game for the Steelers. They couldn't move in any direction in the standings or the playoff seedings. And talking to people up there who know the Browns and who know them well, speaking openly about how there were real questions as to whether or not the front office up there was going to keep Mayfield on his fifth-year option or just basically discard him. And if he had become a free agent, if he had been cast off, someone else would have picked him up. I mean, there's 32 teams. People do need quarterbacks. They need backup quarterbacks, whatever. So Baker goes out and plays kind of a decent game in outdueling Mason Rudolph to beat the Steelers by a hair. And then the playoff game comes along in Pittsburgh, and Ben throws a zillion picks. The ball gets snapped over his head. Baker Mayfield does just enough, really, if you think about it, offensively. And everyone's all of a sudden singing about Baker Mayfield again. See, I, I try to apply full context to all of these things. You don't get caught up in the fact that the Browns beat the Steelers at Heinz Field and Baker Mayfield was jumping all over the place on his way off the, off the grass and into the locker room. and It, it, it didn't change any of what was being discussed a couple weeks earlier except that Cleveland management is no longer in a position to throw him out. That's it. Now, is Baker Mayfield a better quarterback than Ben right now? From the Ben standpoint, the the default answer should be no because of what Ben's achieved and because of what we saw Ben do in the first half of last season. But guess what? The second half of last season also existed, and the Cincinnati game also existed. Oh, and by the way, so did the Cleveland playoff game. Yeah, Ben had a you know, a prolific second half, putting up five zillion yards and everything in the comeback attempt, but the damage was brutal and the damage was done and most of the damage was done by Ben and or the offensive line which Ben is the real one at age 39 I don't know how much will Ben benefit from having an imaginative offensive coordinator I don't know how much will Ben benefit from having 
everything that we expect out of Najee Harris? I don't know. I don't know. But one could easily picture that he'll be significantly better than he was last season, maybe even better than he was early on when really what he was doing was just being efficient on short routes. Super efficient, as it turned out. He needs to throw the ball deep. He needs to do all those things we've been talking about. If he does that, if he's just ordinary Ben, not superlative Ben, not above and beyond Ben, not Ben from 12 years ago, if he's just ordinary Ben, he is a hell of a lot better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I appreciate the question, Joe. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers all week long. Uh, One of the fun things about reporting on location for minicamp is that I know that I have a chance to talk with you about it, you know, the very next morning. Um, We can't obviously share everything that we see, although the show would be a whole lot more interesting if I could break NFL rules uh, and and do that with you. But it's, it's fun. I enjoy doing this show. And I enjoy having you along with me every morning. Thank you.